So, like, tell us about that. Tell us about, like, okay, let's go back to, like, when you kind of knew that, you know, you aren't attractive. And that was the sound of us cracking a bottle on the second episode of Amber's Happy Hour. Hey, everybody, and I'm your host, Amber, but I'm pretty sure you guys would all know that by now. Before we get into this second episode, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the continuous support that I've been receiving. It truly means the world to me from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so much. Please continue to show the love and let's get into this second episode. All right, so let's dive into the second episode. I am honored to announce our one and only guest for this episode. She is my best friend. She is not only Urban Dictionary certified, she's got some pretty good Yo Mama jokes, but most importantly, she's a proud member of the LGBTQIA plus community. Everybody, give it up for the one and only JD. Baby's got range. Cheers, girl. Cheers, buddy. All right. So. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me, Amber. No problem. Very um, exciting. Quickly here. Okay. For old time's sake. So. Amber. Okay. Your mama house so small. <laughs> okay. She has to go outside to eat a large pizza. You had to bring out a yo mama joke, bro. So for nobody, like for anybody who doesn't know why she's got some like, why I say she got pretty good yo mama jokes, it kind of just goes back to like how we first met, which was 13 years ago, first of all. Wow. Um, I have stuck it, by, stuck with her actually for 13 years. I don't know how. Kudos. And I don't know why, but it's okay because now I apparently can't leave. It's too late now. Too late. But it was like the first time we met, which was in grade five in Mr. Stafford's class. And Jalzine came like mid school year. She didn't even come like the first bit. She came like after the new year. And I remember Mr. Stafford saying to me, oh, can you go downstairs to the office to go grab the new kid? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, OK, whatever. But then this bitch already showed up to the classroom. I was actually escorted by <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, like, okay, down well, the that was so weird. But then, yeah. yeah, so then I was like, okay, whatever. But then you ended up being there and you sat beside me and this other guy. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and I'm like, hi, like, how are you? Whatever, introducing, trying to make you feel less awkward, right? And then I don't know how this conversation happened or like why you even started with it, but you just started with the yo mama joke. And I think it was like I guess I thought it was a good icebreaker. I don't know. At the, I guess during that time in grade five, yo mama joke was the, was the shit. I don't know. And then you said it, and I remember I just could not stop laughing. And I was like, yo, this chick's so funny. Like, holy shit. And I remember like hyping it up to everybody. Like, yo, 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 you guys, check out this joke. Check out the joke. Well, because of you doing that, I remember going home <laughs> that day and being like, wow, that was easy. <laughs> All it took was a yo mama joke. So I went on the fucking internet downloaded like a spreadsheet of your mama jokes put it in a binder and showed up ne- the next day like ready to go bro that was the funny and that's all it took like i literally was like dude yo this chick okay and i remember 
coming home, like being like, and I kept saying the joke in my head, and I just kept laughing to myself because I was like, yo, this joke is so good. Like, who is this bitch? Like, who is she? I know the way to your heart. Bro, I found it that day. You found it, bro. Yo, mama joke. That's all it took. Yeah, and we were backyard neighbors too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't know that at the time. I don't think so. Yeah. And then I think it took like maybe a couple weeks, I think, walking home one day. And you were like, yo, like I live right behind you. And I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, I think then that's when the rest is like history. History. That's crazy. Yeah. But I feel like we should probably like explain why I said that you're Urban Dictionary, like certified. Like people are probably like, okay, what the hell does that even mean? Yeah. So back in 2016... I went to Urban Dictionary and I would always say trapping out because I would listen to EDM and like, so that was my thing. So I was like, let me search what trapping out means. Where did I hear that or did I just come up with it? So I searched everywhere. It wasn't a thing. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to make it a thing. So back in 2016, I went to Urban Dictionary, put in trapping out and then the definition was like the act of listening to trap music, brackets, genre. And just letting loose or raging. <laughs> and they put a sentence here. Carl was trapping out in his room. So far, this post has nine likes and two dislikes. <laughs> and you can get a mug. It says, get a trapping out mug for your mother-in-law, Yasmin. <laughs> your mother-in-law? Yasmin. Yasmin. Yeah, so... When did you like notice that? Hey, I'm certified. I noticed it like two years, two years later. So you're just like, yo, let's like, how, what made you go? Hey, I'm gonna go in. No, no, it was even. I put in my username onto Google. Okay. And then that showed up, and it was. I was like, what the? No freaking way. But that's so weird. Wouldn't they? Do they not give you like a hey? You know, your thing got submitted or something Nothing. like that. Nothing. Maybe they did, but I don't use that same email anymore. That's cr- That's actually sick, bro. I was, I literally almost dropped my phone. I'm like, no way did they actually post this. I remember that thing. I remember getting the snap and you were like, yo, Urban Dictionary certified. And I'm like, okay, what a great it's a flex. flex. in a way. <laughs> like, cool, I guess. But I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't try to, I think that would be your, like, your icebreaker. You'd be like, yo, hey, what's good? Yeah. Yeah, you know, just Urban Dictionary certified. <laughs> yeah. What up? That's what I would say <laughs> to break the ice. I'm pretty sure you would. Maybe. I'll test it out. Yeah. You know what I'm like most proud of, especially with you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially within the last two years that you built so much courage and, you know, guts that you just were like, finally were like, fuck it and came out to your friends and family about your sexuality. And I think that's so incredible, especially within the South Asian community, because of how it's not a norm. Um, But not only that, it's just like hardly seen. You know, it's not very common for someone to just come out like that. So I think the fact that you did, I think that was so amazing. And you honestly deserve a round of applause. So good job to that so like tell us about that tell us about like okay let's go back to like when you kind of knew that you know you aren't attractive (laughs) oh my god okay after that laugh attack i meant to say oh my god i'm so sorry 
<laughs> you are gorgeous, baby girl. Don't worry. I meant oh, to man. say, when when did you realize <laughs> that you weren't attracted to the opposite sex, like the the norm that society has for us? Yeah. So before I begin to talk about this, I just wanted to let everybody who, who's listening know that everything I will be talking about, my experience and my journey. Um, are strictly subjective and I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to kind of shine light on this topic and hopefully I can help someone who's out there um, scared to come out Um, hopefully they can listen to this kind of kind of gain some insight and build courage which took me like gaining courage was next to impossible for me so hopefully this can help someone um who was or is in my position right now yeah and that's what i that's my goal with this platform and me to come out on a podcast is to bring people out there and just kind of help one another you know so i do hope that you coming out here and just explaining your story and just sharing it kind of gives that person who's out there listening that push to be like you know what like if one person can do it why can't I yeah kind of thing so tell me like when you first knew like when you kind of had an idea that like I'm you know that you felt different towards liking girls Mm -hmm. so for me I personally feel like ever since I've gained a conscience I always knew there was something different um with my feelings and Mm -hmm. how I felt around boys or how I felt around girls and at the time I didn't know what to label that or what to call that but I always knew there was something a little bit off I would say but that age that wasn't something I necessarily wanted to worry about um I was too young to be even thinking about what the hell is going on yet (laughs) yeah you probably didn't know exactly like because you said before, like, you didn't know what to label that. So you probably at that age, like, no idea what the hell it is it, it even is, yeah, right? and to me, it was kind of normal. Like, maybe this is it for everyone, but it wasn't something I wanted to talk about. I wanted to go play in the dirt or, like, build a little castle. Yeah, and I feel like as soon as you got older, you probably realized, okay, maybe this isn't as normal as you thought when you were younger. Yeah. Right? Because you're starting – Then I thought that feel like that age – or sorry, when you grew up, like you were learning more about it. Yeah. And so when I did grow up, I didn't have anyone I could relate to or identify with. Mm-hmm. The only person that I knew was a lesbian was Ellen DeGeneres. Um, Love Ellen, first of all. Yeah, she's done a wonderful job being an ally. But I didn't see myself in Ellen. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in a South Asian dominant community and i knew that my dream was going to be completely different than ellen's but it was nice to know that oh so this is what i am like i finally knew i was like this is normal yeah as normal as it could be at the time yeah but this is what i am and i felt relieved yeah um just to just to have like a label i guess i don't know just to know i'm wrong but just to have like an idea at least to be like hey okay listen like i've been feeling like this for quite some time yeah and now that you finally gained enough information Mm -hmm. as much as you could at that age yeah and found someone who is in the same situation as you yeah obviously there are some differences you know coming from two different kind of communities and all that but you both are 
experiencing something that isn't seen through society as a norm yeah. right yeah. and i bet from i remember like when she talks about it for her like situation in her in her shoes she explains that it wasn't easy for her either oh yeah and especially being like a talk show host and stuff yeah. like her her show was like you know wanted to be canceled like nobody like wanted that yeah so especially back in the days yeah so for her it was tough yeah. so i could just i could imagine like how it was for you to not only like know it but mm-hmm. just being like okay how like i can't tell anybody you know i was terrified i was overwhelmed it was i was the loneliest i i could ever be um but that was during like elementary school yeah but then again uh the the terror and the fear yeah. that I had inside yeah um was due to the negative stigmas the s- discrimination yeah. and like the homophobia around being gay yeah. so I spent most of my time just ignoring it yeah like, if I don't think about it it's not there yeah but reality was sit- setting in really fast because yeah. after elementary school high school rolled around. Yeah, and I bet during high school is probably like really tough because not even just for like your situation, like in any type of situation you can be in high school is always like the scariest part to go through in life. Yeah. And in high school, especially the people like I hung out hung out around with, um, the main topic at the time always used to be boys. <laughs> no, I not even gonna disagree with you. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. And you know, the crushes on boys and I talked to this boy and that boy and during those conversations at lunchtime or whenever, I would find myself disassociating. Yeah. And kind of daydreaming because I had no interest in that. Yeah. At all. So my main goal in high school was to be as straight as possible. Yeah. That was, it's, it's, that was real. I had to do that. I felt like I had to do that. I was scared. Yeah. And that was it i was just trying to be always as straight as possible trying to give my opinion on on their crushes but it was a whole bunch of filler words like yeah and that's just yeah he is yeah and i find like that that's like such a shitty situation to put yourself in because but it's also then again it's it's just it's not your fault that you had to do that you know what i mean like there are you didn't want to no you didn't want to but like you felt like you had to because of what is set for us in standard wise like yeah dude i have no choice i have to talk about this because you felt like if i did say hey listen i don't want to talk about this <laughs> i actually have a crush on a girl yeah. you felt like you'd probably be like was, what the fuck like oh are you kidding God, me I, like what like I was never yeah never ever did i think that it wasn't i just couldn't conceptualize myself doing that mm-hmm. at all yeah i was trying to run away from that as far as possible yeah um but really i just didn't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. say i did say something and then the people i hang out with would be like say we're changing in the change room yeah oh my god i don't want jasmine looking at me yeah yeah no that type of stuff i was like yeah fuck that i'd rather just like and and especially like for that to that situation to say take place yeah. especially in high school mm-hmm. is like probably the worst timing oh to go through because i talked about this like with my sister too but like high school is like a year where people are just not the nicest not the nicest not the at all and we're still we're still like we're still you know growing as people but like i feel like our 
attitude and our approach to certain things in high school never changed we're from childlike. 8 to 12. We are always childlike from 8 to 12. And as much as people say, oh, my we're God, like babies. I'm in grade 12. Oh, my God, I'm a senior. I like know what I'm doing. I'm going to university. It's like, no, you're still learning. Yeah. And I feel like definitely like if that was a situation that took place in high school, like it wouldn't be the experience or the moment you wanted to deal with. Yeah. So and I totally agree. Even at the time, I would always hear, well, let's go back to elementary school because there was a gay boy at the school. Right. And the way the other boys treated him was not Not okay. the I best, yeah. I always heard homophobic slurs being thrown his way, and that just derailed my confidence even more. So I was like, yeah, heck no. I'm not yeah. coming out at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just a... It was a lot of doubts, I feel like. A lot of, yeah, I just did not want to come out. That was not something I wanted to do. Some people I would hang out around. And maybe they didn't, the stuff they said, they didn't mean it in that way. Yeah, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't intentional. But that's how I picked up on it. And that's Mm -hmm. how I perceived it. And it didn't make me feel confident to come out or to even tell certain people. So I was like, let's just keep this private or secret for as long as I can. And... I'll just go with the flow in high school. So, like, still speaking about high school mm-hmm. and the time where you said that everyone was just all about boys, 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 right? Yeah. So, did you, so I know you had had relationships in high school. Yes. Well, okay, one. One. But still, I mean, like, you had relationships with, men, like, uh, boys. Yeah. Like, you know, you talk to guys and stuff. But did you feel like you had to do that because, like, And, like, did you feel like, okay, I have to be in a relationship? Because I think your relationship took place in grade 8, the first year of high school, right? Yeah. So did you feel like, okay, I'm grade 8, like, bro, I got to get a relationship. Like, this is, like, a norm. It's a must kind of thing. Yeah, so like I mentioned, I always felt like I had to be as straight as possible. So it was this role I was playing. Mm -hmm. And I had to play it to the best of my abilities to make it believable in Mm -hmm. a way for everyone. So... I was like, let's start out grade eight with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. And um, at the time, I there was a boy who did find interest in me. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought he was cool, like a bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but jokes aside, he would. I would come home and he'd like Facebook message me, and I would. Oh, when Facebook was a thing, it was a thing. It was. (laughs) It was after volleyball practice. I'd go home. (laughs) And I came out of the shower and I saw like a message from Facebook. And he was like, hey, like I saw you today. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then I was like, wait, this is perfect. (laughs) And I I feel horrible. Okay, yeah. I feel horrible that I did that. Yeah. Especially if you liked me at the time. But I felt I had to. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. I, I had so much fear inside me that I thought I have to do this. Yeah. So we started talking and then um, he asked me out. We started dating. Um, It didn't last too long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I would always like try to avoid him. Him. Like when the bell would ring, I'd try to like run away to class really fast. Go to my next class quickly or like we shared lockers. So I wouldn't like barely go to that locker. Oh my God. Uh, But for me, it was like, okay, but this is good. Like people think i'm straight yeah like i won't fucking get my ass beat or something yeah i don't know amber like no totally like this is reality that was my mind at the time yeah um so that didn't last very long and 
and i felt like whenever i would be with a boy mm-hmm. that wasn't me i was kind of playing a non-fictional character um and it was exhausting yeah it it was so exhausting trying to be someone you're completely not and it breaks my heart it absolutely shatters me that that's what like little jasmine has to go through at the time where you're supposed to be thinking about your future and what career you're gonna join or your hobbies and stuff my biggest fear was people finding out that who you are who i am yeah and I wish I could go back and kind of just like give her a hug and be like, <laughs> like stop, like hey, bitch, you gonna be okay. okay. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah. Okay, so fast forward to two years ago, mm-hmm. where obviously you now know who you are. Like yes. this is me. This is this is exactly <laughs> where I'm supposed, supposed to be, be now. <laughs> Get left the light. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Camp rock reference. <laughs> okay. Uh, so where was I okay yeah so when did you realize like okay I want to tell someone like I don't want to be the only one who knows now mm-hmm. so the time was approaching where I was like this is after high school I was like I know who I am I love myself unconditionally um, and at this point I don't care how anybody's gonna react this mm-hmm. is me <laughs> yeah so it was i turned 21 and that's like a pivotal year in everybody that's lives. huge bro that's a huge yeah so i was like okay like before that i was like the secret's gonna die with me nobody will ever know yada 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 um it was affecting my relationship with my family because i was always i would always disassociate mm-hmm. i would i feel like a lot of people knew me but no one really knew me so i'd always just keep to myself but time was coming around so the first person i told was the broski wow all right yeah so i remember one night we usually just go on cruises and stuff one night we're going on a cruise and i think he was playing something like super sad (laughs) so i almost started crying because i was thinking about the topic yeah and then you know i turned on music he's like fuck you turned that music for (laughs) i was like this is going great so i was like hey like i really have to tell uh tell you something and me and him are like super like we're not serious around each other too much. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, Kabir, like, and I, st- I stopped. I was like, fuck, I'm about to crash this car. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I was like, hey, Kabir, like, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. And he he looked at me <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're a lesbian? Then I'm a lesbian. Like, uh, that's <laughs> I was like. Oh my god, I wish I could hug you right now. And it just, you should have pulled over then. <laughs> we were on like Highway 10, I don't know. And that was the biggest thing for me. And mm-hmm. that's and he was like, I don't care who they are, like if they break your heart, I'm gonna kick their I don't beat them up. And I was like, damn, come here. Damn, come here slower, you roll. <laughs> and then so slowly, slowly, the foundation of my confidence was building. Nice. And I opened up to my two older sisters, mm-hmm. who one of them was like, that's totally okay. And I think I already knew that. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, it must have slipped up. My acting wasn't so great. <laughs> take, back, take back the reward, like the Academy Award. <laughs> the Academy Award, bro. You didn't do a good job. <laughs> I didn't do a good job, man. But I slipped up. Bro, maybe your story came out. Your, your little character came out. Yeah, bro. Who it knows? came out. I could only do that for so long. Honestly, it's tiring. You didn't. You didn't ever be like, 
something's um, off here <laughs> <laughs> with you yeah no okay i didn't well yeah my sister was like yeah like duh yeah like you were oh would be in the basement like watching jennifer's body i'm <laughs> like i was like yeah and then my older sister who grew up in a different generation yeah um she we were at a cousin sleepover and like everybody was plastered and when i'm plastered i'm a little bit emotional so we know I, she was um we went into her room and i was like hey Lillian, like i have to tell you something and then i told her and she was like her like jaw open oh yeah she's like but then one of my cousins who was zoinked like came into the room and ruined the moment but then i got a text from her the next day like hey like i love you so much that's okay that's normal like yeah. that's nothing to be worried about she was more worried about somebody like trying to hurt me like mm-hmm. physically if they found out because mm-hmm. she's in her times like not too long she's only like five years older than me but she knows like she's seen things she's you know seen like things and like that scared her so she was just she just wants me to be yeah and that just falls back onto like how it's not a norm it's yeah. not a norm within our community so yeah. for them to be like and the, it was all safety, yeah for your siblings to all be like more concerned about your safety then that just shows that like you can be whoever you want they'll accept it regardless just it's more about your protection that they're worried about exactly you know so um thank god for my siblings they're the best and after that i was like it's go time baby (laughs) yeah (laughs) we making rounds we telling everybody (laughs) you get to know you get to know know. you get to know But for me, I didn't care if everybody knew. I only wanted my core support group to know. Mm-hmm. My friends, my closest friends, family. So then I told you guys. Well, I didn't tell you guys. <laughs> no, you didn't tell me. I didn't tell you. I yeah. told um, Dilly and Tiara. Yeah. And again, great, very supportive, very accepting. Like, okay. And <laughs> kind of yeah. stuff. And like, I think back to like. When me and Doris would go on cruises or drive anywhere, she would play like, um, like sad songs <laughs> and like songs. So during those songs, I would be like, like going at it, like yeah, blah blah, singing the lyrics, and it yeah. was about a significant other. And she just turns down the volume. She's like, "Who are you singing? Like who hurt you? Who hurt you? Yeah, right." And then I was like, at the time, I I think I had a crush on someone who I didn't tell anyone. But they was hurting my feelings. <laughs> so those type of moments were always funny to me. Uh, but sorry, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. But so, like, so told you told her. And then Kiara. And then you. It was, I think you were the hardest person to come out to. And So you, did you tell your parents before me? No, I told you before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The parents were the, the, la- the yeah, last. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you told me. Yeah. And I remember that conversation actually leading up to it. <clears throat> but. It was only, it was hard for me to tell you because I've known you for so long. Yeah. And after I told you, I didn't want you to be upset with me. Like, so all this time, it's just, never a, told it's me. just yeah. been a big lie. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want Amber to feel like that at all. Yeah. Because I was still Jazlene, but yeah. in like the sexuality topics and stuff like that, I was being someone else, but mm. I just didn't want you to be like heartbroken. Like, wow, you, you call me your best friend, but you couldn't tell me this. And yeah yeah it took me a while no and i honestly like proud that you did but it it was it was actually the build-up like do you remember the conversation you were actually supposed to tell me one night you got <laughs> drunk and then you didn't yeah i told nimma yeah you like literally told it was, birthday party. It was we, i think it was 
Del Rose or Tierra's birthday. Yeah, because you guys went inside the club and then they were like to me and Nima like, no, you two have to go back in line <laughs> or something. So I'm drunk with yeah. Nima in a line for like an hour and I was like, Nima, like, I'm so scared to tell Amber. She's like, oh, she's like, this is news to me, but Amber's going to be okay. <laughs> like, yeah, and then it yeah. was a, a crew. she sent me something super, like, sweet the next day. So it was just, like, great. Yeah, and it was, we were on a cruise, I remember. And yeah. we were playing a song. I don't even remember. But then. Why am I always wanting to talk On a cruise, about- right? And it was, you said something. I think the music paused. Like, you could just, you just turned it off. And, and I don't like. And you, do you remember this kind of? I I remember when I told you. I okay, so this is this is I think the night before because this was a nighttime cruise. Yeah. Okay. This is there's two two cruises. Two. Um, and you were like, "Yo, what if I told you I was gay?" <laughs> and then I just kind of was like, "Oh, okay. I was kind of off caught off guard." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And I like laughed and I was like, "Ha ha ha!" Like, okay, like yeah. sure, right? And you were like, "No, like what if I did?" I was like, and I literally was like. Dude, I like all like, good for you. Like I'm not, I'm not here to judge. Like go for it. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like a what the hell kind of moment. Yeah. And then it th- I'm pretty sure it was the next day. And then wait, that's it. That was the conversation. That was conversation. And then I went home. Like and no, that's how the conversation ended. <laughs> it was that was it. And then the next day, I think that's when you were like, no, fuck it. Like I'm gonna tell her kind of yeah. thing. And that's when we went on a cruise again. And it was just such a random stop. Like, we stopped at ND in the yeah. front parking lot. Yeah. Doros just got out of the car. Oh, yeah. And I know, and I still was like, what is going on? Yeah, because she's like, okay, you can tell Amber. Yeah, and then I'm sitting in the car like, I'm about to be jumped. Like, I'm so scared. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Set up. Yeah, and then you kind of, like, turned around in the front seat, and you were like, yo, Amber, I got to tell you something. Started crying. And then you started bawling. And then I started crying because I'm like, why are you crying? Yeah, you always cry when I, I cry. cry. Whoever cries, I'm going to cry. Like, and I'm like, why are you crying? Like, what do you, like, just tell me you're scaring me. Yeah. And I think that's when you were just like, yo, like, I'm gay. <laughs> and like, then I was just thinking about the conversation last, the night before. I'm like, like, okay, so this is what you were trying to tell me. And then I started crying, actually. Yeah. But I. Like, to be brutally honest, like, it was something that I was not expecting at all. Yeah. And it was definitely... So I did do a good job. Yeah, but it was definitely something I had to, like, kind of properly understand yeah. and properly... it was so sudden. You know me for so long. Yeah, and, and it was... Like... And it was something I had to, like, not adapt mm-hmm. to. Well, yeah, I guess adapt to because this is now the real you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, as much as, like, for 13 years or, like, whatever... I knew that JD, like mm-hmm. half of it was really you, but yeah. the other half wasn't. Yeah. So the fact that I get to finally know. Or like a quarter. Yeah. Like, like the yeah. now I know the whole you. Yeah. It was something like, okay, whoa, like, like, whoa, okay. I Maybe I didn't really know my best friend as much as I thought I did. Yeah. And I remember going and I was crying in the car and then I was fine. And then <clears throat> you dropped me home. And I remember going home and I was just like, I still wasn't okay with it because not because it was like, Oh, because you said that. It's just, I wasn't okay that, damn it, I didn't know for so long. And it hurt that I was the last to know what it felt like, right? So I remember going and then I remember just being like to my mom. I was like, yo, fuck it. Like, I have to tell someone. I just have to tell my mom. And then my mom's like friends all at work are like, they're all gay, right? Mm. So 
she's like hung out with them all the time so she's like she she knows like what's it like to have a friend who's gay so when i told her i was like mom like and i just started crying again and i was like this is, i was like fuck off and i was like this is what jousing told me blah, blah. and she goes okay so why are you crying yeah. does she change i go no yeah. she are you not gonna be your friend anymore i said no yeah i was like i'm going to be and then she goes well then why are like why is why is this the big deal it was just it was so, so you so random and then i remember picking you up actually afterwards yeah. now i don't know if it was that day or maybe no, it was like a couple days, days after i like yeah. texted you i'm like hey i hope you're okay and stuff like yeah that. and i was like you know what like fuck it and of course we went for another fucking cruise but we didn't even go that far we went down the street <laughs> and yeah. we just parked yeah and then we just talked like and we i just, told you like, everything like from from a to z exactly what you told everyone here now yeah. of like how you felt when you realized and all that stuff and that's where i felt relieved because i was yeah. like now i actually truly know the backstory yeah and now i feel like i'm so caught up now that like now it doesn't feel like you hit it for so long yeah now it feels like dude i've known this whole time like yeah. kind of thing i mean 20 years is a long time i know but the fact that like i finally got to know i think i was that was just the thing for me but you know what i was so happy with it because then afterwards we like joked around like made like tinder accounts or like bubble accounts just to like yeah, see, to see what your up. types like all that <laughs> stuff and we were like yeah. swiping and shit that was fun but yeah no i felt like it was a shocker for me and it yeah. was definitely like a whoa like that hit me like differently but it now when i look back at it i'm just i always say to myself bro you overreacted like it's know, who cares like, i know bro, right she's like in the I moment you can't yeah but in the moments like you can't yeah you can't change that right but like yeah so then you told your parents after yeah so the last people i, w- I was formally gonna come out to were my mom and my dad oh my god just thinking about it makes my heart drop <laughs> so um at my house we always have open dialogues um about any topic and my parents are try to be as progressive as they can um but then this one thing i was like no i'm gonna hold this one off especially with my dad you know my dad like yeah i'm his like that's you you're his just one. Sue. that's just Sue, yo. <laughs> just Sue. and and i would cry I'd be like okay what if i told him and like they were like like leave or you can't be who you are because i was gonna continue being who i am but yeah. it would have to be away from my family and yeah. i love them yeah i love my family so it was family day oh god <laughs> uh 2018 yeah i would say i would say so it's family day and it's been a week like a sleepless week i just could not go to sleep i was like tossing and turning like how should i say it what should i say yeah and then so it was family day my mom was cooking um for a family dinner and i go into the kitchen and i kind of just stand there <laughs> and i don't really do that <laughs> I, I i remember she was like doing something and i was just like staring at a cup i was like blank i was like what am i doing like go back to your room what the hell are you doing yeah and before i can she kind of turned around and she's like what's wrong <laughs> like why are you just like like standing there and i was like uh <laughs> i was like uh i was like fuck it like enough is enough i was like like mom i have to tell you something and she was like yeah what i was just like mom i i'm gay or i I, gay yeah Yeah. and she like kind of stopped what she was doing (laughs) and i was like holy shit my heart was pounding i was gonna throw up i was about to pass out (laughs) 911 had to be called (laughs) and she stopped what she was doing 
she stared at me and at this moment i'm bawling out i blacked out like, yeah i don't remember after that I've, i kind of blacked out i kind of disassociated and like left the fucking kitchen yeah but um she saw me crying and then she just came over and she just immediately hugged me yeah and and she just immediately hugged me and that moment for me was such a euphoric moment yeah i will never forget when she hugged me it was like you're gonna be okay <laughs> yeah and we love you and like that just knowing just getting a hug from my mom and knowing like everything was good yeah so shit i i don't know why but that was such a great moment for me I'll never yeah forget. top three <laughs> fuck what was top two? <laughs> shit so um she's like oh yeah life's totally fine i think my my cousins are coming over so she's like kind of hugged me like that's okay blah, blah, blah. and then i kind of like zooped out of there and i had to go like clean myself up because i was crying my little bitch and then it was going normal she was acting hella normal the whole time and then at nighttime, she told me that she kind of brought it up to my dad <laughs> so before she brought it up to my dad i'll talk about the very next day i was at work and i received a phone call from dad I was like sick. This is gonna be like a twenty second combo. <laughs> Probably grab some milk or something. Yeah. Um. But he's like, I was like, hello, and he. I've never f- heard him sound like this. He's like Jesse, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, okay, I, I'm about to clock out. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the back. I was like, you guys cover this way up. And he's like, um. He's like, but why? <laughs> and I was like, why? What? He's like why would you not tell me yeah and he's like i'm so sorry that i couldn't make the environment at home comfortable enough for you to come out to me Mm -hmm. and i just started bawling like (laughs) 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 i just started crying and he's like i love you so much don't you ever dare keep anything from me like you're my lifeline um if anybody ever says anything to you friends family members my friends i'm gonna personally beat their ass because you're my child yeah and i am so proud of you Mm -hmm. and this is just another thing to be proud about Mm -hmm. and i was like okay dad like thank you (laughs) and then um yeah so then he was like okay like shitty karajin like dinner's gonna be made i cook some wings for you yeah i love wings <laughs> so and then i go home and then everything's normal nobody's acting different which i thought people would blah blah and then at nighttime like me and my mama have a little couch time where we talk about stuff <laughs> and she's like yeah so i was like did you tell him she's like yeah i did and she's she's like she was sitting on the couch the, the night on family day so yeah. the day before and she's like, he was watching TV. And she's like, I was a little nervous. <laughs> and she's like, she said to him, um, what if I told you that somebody in our house was gay? Yeah. And my dad turned around to her, looked at her in the eyes. And he's like, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, I didn't say that. Like, what are you talking about? And then they didn't, they didn't talk about it after. Uh, but that's when he called me. And then I, I would kind of ask him, like, did you guys ever think? And my dad was like, I kind of knew there was something different because all the other kids talk about their boyfriends. And like, and he's like, you were always mute on that topic. Like, that was something you never spoke about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then after that, like, 
I told my little cousins who were kind of like, oh, cool, like James Charles. <laughs> <laughs> and like their generation is different. They yeah. Have, like social media influencers. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more people who are out now. It's yeah. becoming normal. Um, hopefully everybody can kind of pick up on it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah and then cousins know my my grandma knows she's like Jeanine of Yakrona. I, like, I was like oh my god but it's normal and i love yeah. it and i want to thank everybody um who gave me confidence to come out because without that i would just not be who i am today yeah and i was destroying myself mentally um uh, but with the love and support of friends and family you guys know who you are um you guys kind of saved my life yeah so i no honestly like very proud very very (laughs) proud um my life was saved (laughs) (laughs) yeah bro no but just to get all this positive feedback yeah like just to to go into a situation where you're like i can't do this i can't do this and then walk out being like fuck it i just did it like who the fuck was i to think i couldn't do it easy peasy yeah and the fact that you can now like go out there and talk about it yeah and just talk now like if if your friends this are talking never supposed to happen no i'm not supposed to be on a podcast talking about me being who i am yeah this was something again that it was gonna be a secret well kept within me yeah and you know it still breaks my heart because i know there's so many people who don't have courage or scared or lonely yeah. gosh are they lonely yeah. i know how lonely it, it can feel yeah um and they're scared to come out because they're scared of being disowned, mm-hmm. beat, killed. Mm-hmm. And this is all real. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if if there is anybody out there and you're kind of listening to this podcast and you're kind of scared to tell anyone, feel free to kind of, you can message me mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know. Email me. Uh, her handle, yo, at uh, Dylan. <laughs> It's J D H I L L V N on Insta. V N N because V N N. Oh, sorry, on Insta. Um, or hit up my email jdown 7 <laughs> But no, seriously, um, it. My heart goes out to those kids. No, and I just want to say thank you because what? the fact that you were able to just even come on this podcast and just be like, and for me to be like, hey, listen, like we're gonna talk about things, but I think the main thing I want to talk to you about is is about you coming out and just how you've accomplished so much in the last two years Mm -hmm. and the fact that you were like yeah fuck it i'm okay to tell everybody and i was just like that was more like a wow like she really has grown yeah you know and then that's where i feel like i'm so proud to be your best friend to to be in that situation and be with you there (laughs) um yeah no thank you so much bro like (laughs) this is actually so sweet yeah it's crazy i know and now we're coming down to the end of this heavy, emotional, but awesome episode, I would say. Um, and it is my favorite part, and you guys know that. So it is time for the Q&As, stories, comments, any of that stuff that you guys um, sent in. So once again, thank you guys for sending in any questions you guys had, any stories you wanted me to share. Um, don't forget to use the link in my Instagram bio, which is my Instagram at Amber and Shore Happy Hour. It is anonymous, so just feel free to share. And there is no word limit. So literally give up as much context as you can and just literally write a whole novel. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. The more, the better, okay? Okay, so I'm going to read with the first question I have here. Remember, it is anonymous. 
Uh, what are your favorite and least favorite qualities about each other? So this question's for both of us. Okay. Um, I'll I can start if you want. Um, my favorite quality about you would be your sense of humor. Okay. For sure, like hands down. It would be the same for you because I think we have. That's why we connect so well. Yeah, because we like we're similar. <laughs> yeah, sense of humor is very similar. Yeah, you're um, very funny. And least favorite quality, like I think for me at the moment right now, I can't think of any. But I'm pretty sure that if I did have something I didn't like about you, I probably already would have told you and yeah. you would have been like, okay, I'll fix it. Yeah. So I don't really have one. I just have so many. I don't know. <laughs> Bitch. I'm joking. I don't have anything. Yeah. That I dislike at the moment. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So this is. Maybe a drink can happen. <laughs> I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> okay. This question's for you. What? Or I guess. I guess for both of us. Sorry. I'm just reading it now. Okay. Um, how do you handle the pressure from the Brown community on getting married? If you have even been pressured at all yet. I have not been pressured at all. Um, I don't know. I can't relate to this one. I think for me, I like, I don't, I, I would, I want to say I've never been pressured, but I have. And especially like, turning 23 like recently the first thing my nanny was like so when are you getting married mm. and she literally was like you know at your age i had two kids i literally was like good for you what do you want me to do with this information and then my sister goes yeah i was talking at 23 like i don't care yeah. i don't see what i want me to do with that like i have my own timeline of how i'm doing yeah, things not our number one priority at the time. no it's not and i have my own timeline right now of like how i'm gonna set things out for me and getting married is not on that right now yeah within the next couple of years like i don't see that and the biggest uh, reason people get a divorce is because of uh, marriage <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> no but i think the way i handle it is i just pretty much just kind of just be like okay cool like that's good like i'm glad that this is where your mentality is at you think that yeah. this is the perfect time for me i just keep putting my foot down oh they're asking how we would how like yeah they're, no they're asking like how you handle the pressure Okay. If you've ever been pressured at all. And I have been. And I've literally just said, thank you for your input. Yeah. But, but this is no how. Yeah, but no thank you. But this is how I'm living my life. And when the day I want to get married, you will get that card. Yeah. Simple as that. What else do I got? Um, oh, okay. I recently went on a trip with my boyfriend. And during the trip, we ran into his ex thing slash now friend. Uh-huh. Ever since, I've noticed they've been talking more on Snap. He still treats me the same. Nothing's changed between us, but I can't help but wonder what's going on between them. What should I do? Confront him about it or let things be and trust him? I think you shouldn't bring it up because I think he's going to resort to saying stuff like, you don't trust me or stop being such a crazy person or blah, blah. Um, gosh, that's really weird because I'm the opposite on that. You would say something? I'm saying you should just be honest because the whole point of being in a relationship is honesty and communication. And yeah. if that's not something you're doing. No, but if you trust the person, then trust that they're but, that but, is just a friend. And I totally agree that. But I'm just saying like if you have doubt, doubt then you need to make that clear though because then yeah. you guys can work on it. Because if you say, hey, like listen, I've been having this feeling and I obviously don't want to believe it but i just want to like just for my conscience i just want to know that hey it's not true and if he says no it's not then be like okay that's it like 
sorry that I even had this idea. It's yeah. just, it just was a thing that just came up. I didn't think about it. Like yeah, that. and I just think if you just be honest and communicate with them, I think you should be okay. Communication is key. Mandatory. Mandatory. Okay, so this was for you, but you kind of really um, explained this earlier. But what was your experience coming out to your parents, assuming you've done so? Oh, Which it is, was it was heartwarming. It was awesome. All right. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. Okay, so this is a question for both of us. What are your favorite thing to do together? I just like just hanging out and talking. Yeah, I think. Or Menchie's runs. Yeah, we have this thing where we'll like go for dinner and then we'll go over Menchie's right after and then we come home and nap. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, just grabbing like a bite to eat, chilling, talking, um, and FaceTiming all the time. Oh, we FaceTime all the time. All the time, like day and night. Yeah, kind of that is actually, that's my favorite thing to do with. Like, yeah. why did you emphasize it like that? Because, like, <laughs> because I, I think they meant, like, physically together. No, they like, just when said... we're with each other. Yeah, they just said favorite thing to do together. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Together, <laughs> I guess eating. Yeah. Just going out for food. But then if we weren't Jokes. together... FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> All and the time. it's long distance because you're in fucking Toronto half the time. So. Yeah, and now it's technically long distance here because you're on 64th and <laughs> Yeah, still the distance. Um, okay traits you would want your best friend's significant other to have i would just mm, like your significant other i would just want them to be accepting Uh and just love you because if they love you we have no (laughs) issue that's true that i would say um i would want your significant other to understand that I was here first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can speak directly to her. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like I think it's just a matter of respect on our relationship. Just yeah. like, because like I know like for some people's like relationships, they have like issues where like su- significant other and like their best friend, they just don't get along because they don't understand that like yeah the time that they have together. So I feel like as long as your significant other is like cool with how much I'm around. <laughs> That we good. That yeah, we good. I'll with yours though, because I'm gonna be around. Yeah, like if you need to understand, like it's not third wheeling. I'm just I'm but I'm part of the pack, okay? Yeah. And also if my significant other is listening and our frequencies are connected right now, eat your vitamins, bitch. <laughs> Please eat your vitamins, drink some water, and I'll see you in the foreseeable future. What the fuck? That was so random. Okay. Just need them to know. Um, okay, another one for us. Crazy craziest high school experience together. I don't know. I think there's... We almost got run over by a car. Oh, my God. But that, that wasn't that crazy that, like... I mean, that's crazy, you guys. That's so crazy. <laughs> but that's a whole different type of crazy. That's... I don't... Because it was intentional. Yeah. Somebody was trying to run us over. <laughs> okay, maybe that could be a crazy experience. But I think, like... What about, like, grade nine? Like, the parties and stuff? Yeah. Were those crazy? Were you there when I... In the face? Were you no, at that party? I wish I was there. You weren't at that one. Yeah. That's a different story I will explain later, guys. But we've done some crazy stuff. Yeah, I think there's just so many that I, I just can't think of in the top of my head right now. But I would, let's just go with, or what? Craziest life experience together. Like, crazy when at like commencements, like after grad, or no, sorry, after commencements. Oh, 
where I died. Yeah. And you like literally (laughs) just sprinted down the stairs. Yeah. Because you get a phone call like Amber's just you call it actually like I was like, I'm dying. I can't breathe because someone decided to mace the whole parking lot. And I literally my eyes were like burning. I like literally had like a minor asthma attack. Yeah. And then you like you and Doris couldn't get down to the elevator. No, the elevator was opening on time. And the way you were like talking on the phone is like you're about to die. These are your last couple moments. (laughs) So we couldn't wait for the damn elevator. So we had to go and we were on the top floor. Yeah. We had to run down so many flight of stairs. It was like in the movies. (laughs) Halfway through, me and her stopped, looked at each other, laughed, continued running. (laughs) But right when we got into the parkade and stuff like that, um, it hit our throats right away. Yes, you knew it. I was like, help me, Lord. (laughs) Show me the light. That was was crazy, too. I think that would be one of our crazy life uh, high school experiences. Um, Let me try doing one more. There's a lot of um, jokes, 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 jokes. Okay. Um, I don't even know where the. Okay. When are you two getting married? <laughs> um, look, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know we spend a lot of time yeah, together, but. We made a pack, though, if we don't. But yeah, we made a pack, like. You know, I think everybody makes it. Yeah, with your friends. Like, if you aren't married at a certain age. Yeah. You know, you just. Y'all just move in together. Yeah, you just lock one down. (laughs) I already got one. Got one. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah. But we're not actually getting married, you guys. So, okay. So, last one. uh, It's actually a special uh, question that was sent in directly to you. Who's your favorite sister? Okay. Who's your favorite niece? Which congratulations, Jazzine just became a musty. Mm, and yeah, okay, answer those two first. Um, <laughs> I love both my sisters for different reasons. So, Lavine, stop trying to call <laughs> something here. Um, I love both of them for for different reasons. All right. And my favorite niece, my one and only. <laughs> Anea. <laughs> um, and would you, how would you say that Lavelyne is your inspiration and goals? Fuck off. <laughs> Next. <laughs> you hear to hear Lavelyne. She loves you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. And that was the end of the questions for this episode. Once again, thank you guys so much for submitting them. I do appreciate it. So continue to do so. Remember to use the link in my bio. It is anonymous. Send in all your stories comments feedback and questions give as much context as possible and i will share them for the next one okay and that is a wrap with this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you to my best friend jd for joining me on this episode truly means the world to me thank you for coming out and just telling your story and just being open with who you are your mama's so fat she fell in love and broke it. <laughs> yep, there she is. <laughs> oh, mama jokes. Okay. And you guys also know that I like to end each episode with a quote that really stood out to me. And I felt like this quote really um, stood out for this specific episode actually today. So that is, if I could tell you one thing, it would be love yourself whole even when you feel less than half. And that's it. So I will see you guys all next week on Friday at 5 p.m. for another happy hour. Cheers. Cheers.